your Adutole da Firenze. Since the dawn of classical music theory, there have been only 12 major chords. Three blind mice, That's Isn't that whole cross bumps? Yeah, it's probably the Yeah, it's the same tune. Yep. <laughs> hey, Josh. Yeah. Is orange a fruit or a colour? Both. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Why did you start recording last midway through a yawn? Unlucky. <laughs> this show stops for no one. The show must go this on. Show, the show must continue. So, very excitingly, the new Doctor Who got announced a couple of days ago. Yeah, we're hot off the press with this. We are. We are <laughs> this yeah, is... let's be real. This. One of this the few times where an announcement lines weeks. up nicely without schedule. Does it? I mean, the announcement was on like the Sunday and this isn't going to get it published until at least the following Friday, which is like five days later. Well, yeah, but that's still like way quicker than say if it got announced on like Thursday, we wouldn't even have time to record it in the cycle. This is true. This is this is true. So Judy Gatwa has been announced as the new doctor, um, which is very exciting. For those of you listeners who have seen Sex Education, he plays Eric in Sex Education and he's absolutely amazing. Even Well, Eric himself develops into a somewhat problematic character, but great acting. Mm. Like I have not work. seen Sex Education, but I've started to oh, see the memes Joshua. from Sex Education crossing over into Doctor Who and I think he's going to be great. I think like all these like little memes are just fully convincing me uh of his acting chops so uh that's great i think i think it's going to be phenomenal like i would say that he's probably one of the most sorry this is yawning. <laughs> i don't know what's happened he's probably one of the most loved i would say he's potentially the most or one of the most loved characters in sex education um and like he is yeah he's an incredible actor um i was we were actually discussing in this in my family group chat and I said, if he has 10% of the dress sense of Eric, we are going to be in for some incredible doctor outfits. Um, and the doctor has in past had awesome outfits. And so well, I think we are going to be seeing. Depends. <laughs> depends? You don't, you don't read the, I, 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 I quite enjoyed David Tennant's outfit. I thought that was pretty, pretty cool. Oh yeah, I think the modern ones are better for sure. Um, but some oh, of the classic yeah. ones are real stinkers. <laughs> this is true. This is true. Can we? Can we? I mean, this would be a great time to just before we dive, dive into what I'm just going to suggest, which is making fun of the old doctor's outfits. <laughs> we should also flag that Russell T Davies is also coming back. Um, so Russell T Davies was the showrunner during the tenth Doctor, and then he left for the eleventh, twelfth, and thirteenth, and then he's coming back with Judy to run the fourteenth. This, and is, he's also this is like, old news, by the way. We, <laughs> oh, it's been, as it, oh, it's been known for a while. Okay. This has been, he, he, so this was announced late last year. Um, and it was, but that's rough. That's news for our podcast. It's a celebratory moment in Doctor Who history uh, because the last few years, if you're a Doctor Who fan, have been awful. Just some of the worst writing I've ever had to sit through to the point where I've genuinely been watching Doctor Who and gone, why am I still watching this? You know, it's almost as bad as the level of something like The Flash, <laughs> which is okay, so, a compliment. <laughs> so this is interesting to hear because I kind of like, I watched the, t- I like, obviously like, like I kind of first got introduced to Doctor Who in the 10th, really enjoyed the 10th, really enjoyed the 11th, kind of got 
didn't really never got into the 12th doctor and so like kind of watched half the season of the 12th doctor and then stopped and then and then went to uni and just never had time and then all of the 13th doctor has been whilst i've been like busy doing stuff so i've, I've not watched any of the 13th doctor i've watched like two episodes of the of the 12th doctor um so what's gone wrong um so uh when russell t davies left he was replaced by Stephen Moffat, who mm-hmm. I actually really like as a writer and I also really like as a showrunner, but uh, he was, I guess, a bit divisive as a showrunner. Some people really didn't like him. Really? Some people really loved him. Like, I, I, don't, I haven't really seen many people that are like, oh, yeah, he was an okay showrunner. Like, you either seem to just really love what he did with Doctor Who or you really weren't a fan. Because um, I quite enjoyed what he did with Matt Smith. Yeah, I actually think for me personally, season series nine and ten, uh, which would have been the series after you stopped watching, are actually some of the best episodes of TV I've seen. Like the series nine finale is actually phenomenal. Which one's the series? Uh, maybe I have seen it, Doctor Who. Uh, is that Heaven with... Sent was uh, Heaven Sent and Hellbent were the series nine finale. Um, just. I think amazing TV. I think I have seen that. Yeah. Maybe I have anyway. Or maybe that was a season. Anyway. Yeah, because that's the one with like Clara, right? Uh, so Clara had two seasons with 12. Right. Okay. I'm very bad at keeping track of this stuff. Okay. Maybe I haven't seen Series 9. So you really enjoyed Series 9 and Series 10. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then Moffat left at the end of Series 10. Uh, which is fine. I mean, that that happens in TV and Doctor Who all the time. It's uh, kind of expected. Um, but they didn't yeah. really have anyone lined up to replace Stephen Moffat. So when Russell T. Davies left, Stephen Moffat was pretty clearly the front runner to take over um, because yeah. he wrote a lot of really beloved episodes throughout it. He was a huge fan of Doctor Who, so he knew kind of what to do with the character and that sort of thing. There was no one really like that during... Moffat's run of the show um, yeah so there was no obvious person to take it and so we ended up with Chris Chibnall as the showrunner and yeah I don't know why but Chris for some reason is not a good Doctor Who writer which I I, I don't really understand it because I he was the writer of Broadchurch which is by all accounts oh. I haven't seen it but I hear amazing things Tenants about Broadchurch in that, right? um and so I don't know what went wrong with Doctor Who, but his the scripts are terrible. They're, uh, it's like Doctor Who by numbers almost. Um, and not like, I mean, Doctor Who's always a little bit Doctor Who by numbers. Um, but this just especially... What do you mean by that? Well, so you'll be watching it and then uh, there'll be something happening and then bam, there'll be next scene and there'll be uh, the character will go, oh, I heard what happened and blah 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 and it's like character moment and then uh they'll get to some point of little development and then bam it's action time and to the point where you can pretty much call these moments out when you're watching uh anything from series 11 onwards you can watch it and you can go all right we're going to start with this we're going to move here we're going to do this these characters are going to talk to each other then this is going to happen um it's gotten to the point where it's actually being memed online. I saw a 15-minute video. It was a parody video of the 
this error of Doctor Who, and it's basically this Doctor Who by numbers. And you can watch it and go, this is a believable script from this person. It's about blind uh, guide dogs that uh, attack their owners. And you're, you're watching this and you're going, this actually, I could see this being a tea, like a, an episode. So Doctor, Who, Doctor Who by numbers kind of means like, it's just like almost formulaic. Yeah, it's just so repetitive. Right. Um, in the past uh, three seasons, we've had multiple episodes where the Doctor gets to some point at the end of the episode where they have to sacrifice themselves to save the world or whatever. And then a random character from that episode will step in and say, no, Doctor, it's okay. I have nothing left to live for, so I'll sacrifice myself. And the doctor goes, okay, bye. And that character just sacrifices himself. And this hasn't happened once. This has happened multiple times to the point where it happened in the most recent episode. And I watched it and I went, this is the exact same plot that from a couple episodes back that you've just reused here. You know, like it's the exact same thing over and over again. <laughs> I, this is, I like, I literally, can say nothing about this having 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 not seen seen any any of his stuff uh, any of this stuff that being said he did write the power of three which which like i've I've looked at the episodes he wrote that i've seen um because he wrote five episodes before and like he did the two he did the two um silurians ones like the hungry earth and cold blood which were pretty good um yeah well i think like they were they were good, I think, in the, but they weren't the strongest episodes of that season either. Yeah, and and he did the Power of Three, which was one of the worst episodes of that series. Yep. That being said, it did have Brian Cox in it, which is one of the good things about it. I also um, think um, the Power of Three actually is probably a good example of what Chibnall's work kind of became in that it's got the uh, really convoluted kind of higher power thing in it at the end. It kind of comes out of nowhere, and that's what ha- that's what's happened with Doctor Who. Um, because the other thing Chibnall's done that's quite strange is that he's taken all this historical Doctor Who lore and tried to ham shoe reasons for it. And this was stuff that sorry ham shoe yeah that's not a that's not a saying is it? He's trying to he's try- I don't know what I'm trying to say there. <laughs> That's a new word. <laughs> you just straight up invented a word. <laughs> yeah, just trying to ham, uh, ham-fisted and shoehorn. That's what the combination, combination of ham-fisting and shoehorning stuff together. He's Both of those, okay, ham-fist and shoehorn work as words. Ham-fisting and shoehorning both sound wrong. Ham-shoot. <laughs> anyway, so he ham-shoot. It in there. Um, uh, and so, I mean, I'm just going to spoil this because, I mean, it's been a few years now, but basically the Doctor is actually a being from a parallel universe that was discovered by the early Time Lords and has the power to regenerate endlessly. And uh, the Doctor's mum studied her and found this ability and uh, performed all these experiments on her to take this regeneration energy and use it as a gift for the Time Lords. Um, And the Doctor was also part of an agency that exists slightly beyond the plane of our existence that uh, tries to monitor what's going on in our universe and respects the power of time. And so before 
the original series of Doctor Who, the Doctor was actually a secret time agent, but then they had all their memories wiped and they were dropped like a fresh-born Time Lord onto Gallifrey. Yeah, see what I mean? Like, there's all this extra stuff. And this is also delivered as I a PowerPoint this is, an, show. This is this, this isn't... Sorry, 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 wait. Before I explain to the listeners my look of sheer confusion because it's an audio medium... This is delivered as a PowerPoint show? Uh, so, so this isn't even communicated with, say, kind of uh, showing this. This is communicated by the master rocking up and giving the doctor a PowerPoint presentation where he says, this is everything that's happened in your life that I found in my research in, this li- in the Time Lord library. That's how this is communicated to the audience. So it's not even done effectively. Like it's, it's, a, it's already a super controversial idea to try and change the Doctor Who's, uh, the Doctor's origin mythos in, in I thought the whole thing was that like, basically they gave him 13 lives and then around the time of Matt Smith, after they'd introduced the War Doctor, they were like, rut we're in trouble. He's run out of lives because he gave another one to Donna. And they're like, well, he's hit 13, he's stuffed. So, oh, we'll just have the Time Lords give him more lives. That's how we'll get around it. And then we don't have to worry about the problem for another 50 years. And everyone was like, sweet. Like, you wrote yourself into a hole, but you know what? You actually came up with kind of a clever situation to get out of it. Well played, Doctor Who. And then they just, what was the whole point of this? Uh yeah, no one knows. Uh, so, so, uh, so this is the other thing is that the characterization is so bad because the doctor kind of gets to the end and is like, oh, I don't know who I am anymore. Everything I knew is a lie, uh, et cetera, et cetera. Anyway, one of these past um, regenerations who, you, who we've met earlier in the season pops up and is like uh, in her kind of consciousness and is like, uh, does it matter who you were in the past? And the doctor goes, no, I don't think it matters actually. And then she goes, well, there you go then. And the doctor's like, Cool. You know, it doesn't actually matter who I am in the past. And so then you're like, cool. Okay. So this was a big development for no character develop, development at all. Anyway, the start of the new season rocks up and she's like, I don't know who I am anymore. And we're like, hang on a second. You just said it didn't matter who you were. And now you're like back to like being all moody and broody about this whole situation. A lot's happened since I watched Doctor Who. A lot has happened since you. So I have a lot of strong opinions about. Um, this error of the show. <laughs> yeah. I think, I think, so there's a whole bunch of other things yeah. that, I, that I want to comment on. I don't know if you, if you want to hear, hear me just. I, I do, but can I just quickly interject for one second? Yeah. What I will give Chris Shipnall effort credit for is that he did write an episode that has the best name in Doctor Who history, which is Dinosaurs. On, on a, a spaceship. spaceship. It's actually That's not a terrible episode, that one, too. It's, it's, it's yeah. Anyway, sorry, play on. Um, so other things that I think are really strange are that, um, so Jodie Whittaker has played the Doctor for this this era of the show, uh, and she's a great yeah. actress. Um, I haven't seen her in, in much else. Like I said, I haven't watched Broadchurch, but she was in an episode of Black Mirror and was really good in that. Um, mm-hmm. And she clearly has the acting chops. For some reason, I don't know why. Uh, well, so there was also a whole bunch of controversy around. Um, sorry, this is separate. I do know why this happened because people are terrible. Um, there's a whole bunch of controversy about the doctor being played by a woman. Um, mm-hmm. But then they don't do anything with the, with the change, which is fair enough to some extent. But then they make a whole bunch of confusing 
decisions about the way the doctor is presented now in that the doctor is more insecure and anxious and unconfident than before. If that makes sense. So like when you're watching David Tennant, David Tennant always, David Tennant's doctor always walks into a room fully confident, always in control, even if he doesn't have a plan. Um, He's like, I will figure out whatever's going on and I will make a way, find a way to make it work. This new doctor's like, oh, I miss my companions and I just want a family and blah, blah, blah. And it's just not a great look for the show when you've changed your main character from a man to a woman and then you've also... Okay, yeah. Like you've just changed their whole characterization so that they're less confident. It's kind of like... Yeah. And it's it's really confusing because the pre-doctor that I mentioned that we see is a black woman and she portrays the character really proudly, strongly, confidently. Um, and you're kind of watching this and going, well, why didn't we get that <laughs> characterization with the main version of the character that we're also watching? Um, because so in the behind the scenes, Jodie like- Whittaker's talking about how she kind of models, uh, there's points where you're kind of watching the memories of the Doctor with the current one placed in place of the old one, if that makes sense. Yeah. So you're watching this this pre-doctor doctor, but Jodie Whittaker's playing the part instead. Um and she's talks about how she kind of models herself on the the other actors' mannerisms. So being more confident, chest is out a bit more, like standing a bit taller, um, yeah. Trying to command the room a bit more. And you're going, but like, why isn't your doctor characterized as um strong and confident and powerful? Because that's who the doctor is. Um yeah, so so your critique is that essentially that they, in the first iteration of having a female doctor, they, um, before introducing this this previous doctor, but in their first like main timeline iteration of a female doctor, they essentially had her adhere to a lot of negative stereotypes about female characters in yeah. television shows. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I see. Yeah. And they yeah. didn't do anything. Like, like I think it would have been an interesting take if that's maybe how the character started because they're unsure, like, like she's unsure of her place. Like, uh, like mm. it's a big change. Mm. It's uh, all this other kind of stuff. You know, you could have tied the previous thing that I mentioned where it's like, oh, I don't know who I am anymore. And, and, you know, that could all like kind of tie together into this like identity crisis for the doctor, but they don't do anything narratively with it. It's just kind of a static character, which I think is another problem with this era is that all the previous ones, you have character development with the doctor, particularly in Stephen Moffat's run of the show where um, the 12th doctor kind of starts as this angry old man. And by the end of his, his tenure, he's, he's softened up a lot to the point where he's kind of like a grandpa, like, you know, sitting on his veranda telling stories kind of vibe with this doctor. This just hasn't been any of that development. You know, you know, like I said, like all these big changes happen and, we don't see any of the result. Yeah. And do you know, and, and how much does that do you attribute to Chibnall as the showrunner and to uh, Whittaker as the, as the actor? I think um, Whittaker's done a good job with what she's been given. Um, okay, and like, yeah. I also like, I don't know, like, you know, I don't know whose decision it is to kind of characterize the doctor in that way. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know if yes. it's kind of like in the first season, they were like, all right, let's, um, Jody, we kind of want you to portray the doctor like this sort of way. Um, mm. You know, I presume mm. that's kind of a discussion that happens 
whenever there's like a new doctor and they're brought on board. Um, so, you know, I think like Jodie's a good act- actress because in all the scenes where she's, uh, you know, imitating the other doctor, like she does that really well. And you're kind of watching it and going, oh, yeah, I can like, you know, you're kind of watching a character playing a character but it's the same character. You know, she does she does all that stuff really well. So I think it has to be kind of those production yeah. decisions. Yeah, so there's evidence that, like, she's doing a good job, but it's the showrunner, Chibnall, who's kind of, like, written her really poorly. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay, that, that makes sense, yeah. Interesting. And so hopefully with Davies coming back, um, like, you'll have someone who's you know, will take the show in a better direction. Mm. And um, I think... At Davies the very least, you've got an incredible actor with Judy coming on. Has done a lot of really good stuff recently as well. And I think it's going to be it, interesting it, it, to see It's a sin, right? I'm pretty sure that... Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so I think it's going to be interesting because I think maybe some people will expect Doctor Who to go back to the way it was, you know what I mean, when, when he was doing it. I don't think Russell T. Davies would have come back to the show if that was kind of what he was being asked or expected to do. I think he's going to come in and kind of yeah. take it in a bold new direction. Um, yeah. Which I think ultimately will be good. Um, but yeah, I do think it's going to be very different to what he did before. Um, you know, I mean, it's going to be what, 15 years ago almost that he was last writing for the show. Yeah. Yeah. Like 13 or 14 years. Yeah. Yeah. This is true. Yeah. Yeah, so that'll be that'll be really interesting. And I think there's going to be like, um, if you look at his more recent work, um, like things like It's a Sin and stuff like that, and you look at say the fact that Trudy's like like prominence is has been in something like Sex Education, like it's it's gonna there is going to be like a different. I, um, what am I trying to say? Yeah, I think there 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 is going to be a different. There's 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 an intersection of vibes there, and that it potentially and that's like a really interesting direction for it to take. And you've yep. got two people who are very excellent at that, um, so that'll be really really cool. And those are elements that I think have been played with in past as well in Doctor Who as well. So mm. yeah, and I think really this cool. kind of is maybe I mean when Russell T Davies was announced as the next showrunner, it was kind of like uh, a lot of us were like this almost seems like a last ditch move by the BBC. You know, it's kind of like... Uh, to save Doctor Who, yeah. Yeah, you know, so it's kind of like... It almost feels like we're on the... Perhaps the the end of another another sequence of Doctor Who, almost. Like, I hope yeah. not. Like, I really love it. I mean, it's always hard to know as well because um, things have been going more to streaming now, so kind of rating numbers don't matter as much. Um, yeah. And I think Doctor Who actually performs really well on iview and iplayer which is the bbc version of iview and that sort of thing yeah um but i also think like if there's two people and thanks for explaining how the british tv works for me as someone living in england i was explaining it for the audience (laughs) 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 a predominantly australian american audience (laughs) who don't know what anything is (laughs) Have you paid your TV license over there? No, I don't have one. <laughs> I don't watch TV. So, like, I've actually very recently started watching a show, like, by myself. It was wild, but it's it's been a good time. Um, but, 
Yeah, no, I didn't bother getting a TV license. I did get about 15 letters, from, though. When you get take up a new, like, and you see everyone who's just moved into cultures as well in their pitches, everyone just has letters like, have you got your TV license yet? Do you want to go to jail? If you don't want to go to jail, get your TV license. It's so aggressive. The TV license is one of the funniest things about England to me. <laughs> yeah, you basically have to pay like £100 if you want to watch TV. That's, that's basically yeah. what it is. <laughs> how do you know about it? What? How do I know? Because it's just, it's just funny. It's like I don't know. I don't know where I've heard. It. I think I just read about it online once, and I went, "That's just such a such a meme." <laughs> it's just this old thing that like exists here. <laughs> but yeah, that's the that it'd be like that. It'd be like that. Did we want to make fun of the previous doctor's outfits? Oh yeah, let's let, <laughs> can we rank the outfits? <laughs> yes, we can. Let's do more ranking. Um, how we can, can we get like a photo? So we'll, I wonder if we we'll, can do we'll go- if we can do a tier list. Oh yes, we could make a tier. We could make a tier list and post this as the meme. Yeah. Um, this is this is really mm-hmm. strong. Okay, so we'll go. What is like tier list meme? Um, this is like it's go. It goes like God tier or like. Um, oh, oh I've, got, like I've got it. I've got it. Um, all right. All right. Share screen. I'm um, ready. I'm so ready for you to do this. Uh, actually, uh, hang on. Let me just pause for a second. All right. We're yeah. back. <laughs> um, <laughs> After a quick discussion. A Doctor Who tier list. Me. So I've got oh, all of them here. You, all your okay, favorites. You oh, my God. How did you get this? website up what just, this is this is this yeah, is incredible i thought we were going to be dr hugh costum's list here making this is okay this is great okay so let's i am my my brain i'm sorry i'm just <laughs> stop recording for a second <laughs> sorry uh where, where do i pause uh what how do i all right all right and also, there's back. so many here. I think we should try and do this kind of quickly. <laughs> I was, I I was to just going to pick one for, I was just going to pick one for each doctor. So I'm going to say like, first doctor, I'm going to say it's like, it's okay. Like it's like, it's, it's uh, William Hartnell, right? Like it's like, it's, yeah. it's pretty good, but it's not like incredible, right? I don't even see it. Um, I'll try and find a different one. Maybe we should just do rank, rank the Doctor Who's. Well, we're not, we're just going by outfit. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Sec- but then they'll only be the like thirteen, you know. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 So William Hartnell, I reckon we put. Oh, so this one is like, okay. So William Hartnell, I reckon we put as like a a C. Yeah, like it's fine. Yeah, a yeah. C. Second Doctor Patrick Trotton, nah, like low down, like. Oh, you reckon? <laughs> I reckon it's not it's much like, worse than a C. It's quite uh, okay. We'll give him give him a D. Also, he has just... like a fur coat at times that looks very comfy. So I, I just reckon he's like not as like good as that. He's like he's like the first doctor, but not as good. But but, the, hang on. but he looks like Sylvester Stallone wearing the fur coat. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of epic, hey. Okay, we'll put him in the D <laughs> tier then. <laughs> Third Doctor, I do love the frills. I really like the frills. I also, the Third Doctor has a velvet suit option and it's iconic. It's wonderful. I think, <laughs> yeah. I think it's up in the A tier, personally. Yeah, I was, I was going to say B tier, but I'm more than happy for you to put him in the A tier. Okay, 
fourth doctor, people, okay, has to be at least eight here. I don't mm, like just the scarf. Like it's iconic, but like I don't know that it's. Are we talking like outfits that we would wear or that? Like I would, actually... I would, I would enjoy wearing the fourth doctor's outfit. It's a very, it's a very, it's like that is that is fun. Like the scarf and the multiple layers. We can put a B if you want, uh, but it's definitely it's definitely better than Hartnell's. Um, yeah, it is. It is. I yeah, and I think I I'll go A. I like, I'll go A. There's also I, I like times where he doesn't wear the scarf, and I think that kind of makes it look like you know, if you had to go somewhere and not look like you're doing a Doctor Who cosplay, you could get away with not wearing the scarf, you know. So yeah, I'm happy to put that A tier. I think I'm just enjoying the energy. Okay, fifth fifth Doctor, which is basically the cricket, the cricket, the cricket with the cricket celery outfit. stick, the the cricket the cricket outfit with the celery stick. I kind of love it. I kind of hate it. I really don't know. What are you thinking? I don't. I'm not really a big fan. I'm thinking like yeah. D or E tier. I let's go. Let's go D tier. Like in terms of it's 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 so it's so bad. It's good. Like with the pinstripes, <laughs> with the pinstripes, and the like. It's would like you, you say above or below Trouton? Um, or I'd say above Trouton. Because Trattons is just average, at least. At least the fifth is somewhat memorable. That's true. I think, That's true. you know what takes the fifth above Tratton? The celery stick. The celery stick. <laughs> celery stick. The celery stick. Just because even though it's not good, it's just iconic. Um, oh, the sixth. Okay, I do. Like, the, the sixth doctor is fun. dream coat. <laughs> the Technicolor dream coat. Where does that sit in your, in your, in your, I like, again, I think it's fun. This like, outfit I, kind of... I like don't really like so much, but his alternate, um, he's got he ended up when he when the sixth doctor got redeemed in the audios, um, he had a way better looking one that was kind of blue. Um, so here they are side by side, and I think the blue actually does a lot. Uh, it's nah, the blue is, the blue you know, is kind of lame. Like, what? No, I like the I kind of like the multi the crazy multicolored. Thing, you know i love that energy the blue the blue is the blue is so like the blue for me is like a d or e tier like the blue is very low down but I the multicolor i think that I is would, pretty low down i think he's like the lowest of d tier or e tier either way i, I reckon put him d tier okay i'm putting him and I'm, I'm saying let's bump the fifth doctor up to c tier what no, nah, actually, no. We'll, we'll stick with that. Okay, seventh doctor. Is seventh is seventh doctor the one with all the? Yeah, he has I the um, umbrella. Uh, doctor uh, question mark. Like he, all of his thing is the question marks. Yeah, it's just like he's the question mark aesthetic. It's I like it less than the sixth doctor. That's the thing. Oh, like I think it's like it's it, or like I th- I think it's like a it's a. It's just kind of like the, it's the same energy of, the thing is with the sixth and seventh doctor outfits, right? They've both got this kind of like crazy curious energy, but the seventh doctor is kind of just like um, a boring version of it. Yeah, but I think that makes it actually like kind of uh, wearable. <laughs> See, I like, I like the crazy colors of the sixth doctor. Um... Like go be colorful, live your best life, you know? Um, yeah, he looks a bit like Mr. Bean there. 
<laughs> I, given that you've seen more of the originals, I'm happy to give you. I'm happy to give you veto power on this. I um, like. I actually haven't seen anything with seven. Um, but I think I will put him above six. Alrighty. Actually, I would even put him above two. I think. Yeah, I think the the longer we look at it, the worse two's outfit looks. <laughs> Do we want to drop two down to E? I. Let's I get him in the bin. Put him. Nah, put him in the bin. Put him in the bin. Put him in the bin. Get him in the bin. There we go. In the bin. All right. Are we doing the eighth? Are we including the war doctor? Uh, no, sorry, the eighth, sorry, eighth is different to the war doctor. Yeah, sorry. We should do we should do eight. Eight's very Victorian. I was gonna say that I don't mind the Victorian vibe of the eighth doctor. I don't mind either. He's quite like spiffy. I'm gonna I reckon it's a B or a C. I actually think it's better than Hartnell's. I'm gonna I put am, it in the B category. I also think um hang on. With the shorter hair, um, uh, let me see if there's a good image. Oh, yeah, yeah. With the shorter hair, I know what you're yeah. saying. Yeah. I like how we said this would be look a short that. thing. Wonderful. Wonderful. Yeah. Yeah, no, I can I can get around it. Oops, I can sorry, get I around it. Go back to that. <laughs> <laughs> get that sixth doctor off my timeline. Yeah, we can. I can definitely get around the eighth doctor being in that tier. Okay. Um, War doctor's Are we kind going- of boring. Oh, we're including the War Doctor? Yeah, no, War Doctor's pretty average. <laughs> See, he is, no, drop him down to the D at least. Thank you. <laughs> All right, Ninth Doctor. Oh, wait, we what forgot we... the Valyard, but we can just ignore him, don't worry. What's the Valyard? He's a mysterious incarnation between the Doctor's 13th and final incarnation, the 12th and final incarnation. And he's evil. He's a manifestation of all the Doctor's evil thoughts. He's definitely left here. <laughs> yeah, he's. We can. Uh, I didn't even hear. Is he? Oh wow! Yeah, he's he's literally in the old series canon. Yeah, chuck the value in the bin. That's. Uh, it, it, it looks I'm like gonna, I'm just gonna call this one. In the bin. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you can name it in the bin. Yes. All right. I have to say, like, enjoyed Eccleston, but his outfit wasn't that good. Yeah. No, it's quite basic. Yeah. I'm. I'm not sure he's E level, but I'm gonna go. He's better than. He's better than the War Doctor. Give him. Give him a C or a high or a high D. I reckon. Yeah. No. Yeah. I reckon that's right. I reckon that's right. Yeah. All right. And let's and let's be real. David Tennant's outfit has got to be at least in like whatever that top category is. I can agree with that. That's that's just like that's just like the converse, the converse, the converse. That's like enough said. All right, eleventh Doctor. Um, I also quite see. I'm a big bow fat bow tie fan. Um, is that because of Doctor because, Who? Because of Doctor Who. <laughs> so. I am going to be pushing for 11th to be pretty high. What are you thinking? I, like, Matt Smith definitely pulls it off. It is kind of old man vibes. Yeah. Uh, I think B or A. I, um, well, I'm now comparing him to the third doctor because the third doctor is also a bow tie. Um, I think, oh, but with the suspenders is also, it's, it's, it's a, it's a really difficult vibe, but he pulls it off. 
I um, I prefer the third Doctor's look to the eleventh. I think. All right, we can go high B. Um, yeah, I'll put him yeah. above eight. Yeah, I'll I'll cop that. I'll cop that. Okay, twelfth Doctor. St. Oh yeah, Capaldi is just like. I don't rate. I don't rate the twelfth Doctor. Twelfth oh. Doctor's outfit. Oh. Oh. Yeah. Oh, because yeah, you know why? I know why you like the twelfth Doctor because he also does the dumb thing of wearing a, a the top button done up without wearing a tie. That is the dumbest thing. Well, I don't do that anymore. Um. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to attack his outfit without attacking your dress sense, but this is going to be difficult. Look at that. That's masterful. That's wonderful. Oh, I no, wish Matt I had Smith that is coat. better than that. Matt I wish Smith I had is, that coat. Matt Smith is definitely better than that. Mm-hmm. He's good. Okay. I like his vibe when he's got the sunnies and when he's got the guitar. <laughs> That's true too. Yeah. Yeah. Like this... the sun with the sunnies is a good vibe, but without the sunnies, it's just like, where is your um where is your time, mate? I'll compromise and I'll put him in A tier. Oh no! You can't put him above. No, he's B tier. He's B tier. Okay, he's I'm not above. Him above Matt Smith. <laughs> okay, you know, given that the image that you have has the sunglasses, I'll allow it. Thirteenth <laughs> Doctor. All right, let's go. That's a, like I reckon it's it's a, this is like again going back into the more fun with the color schemes. I'm I'm saying it's pretty high up. I agree. I think it's quite um it's quite simple, but it works. Yeah. I quite like, like that it's quite simple actually. Like it's like uh you know, we've come from so many like stuffy men wearing ties and stuff, and it's quite like straight up, it's better than it's better than Capaldi. So I think it has to go A tier. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I think even there. Yeah. Yeah. And who's the last one? Um, that's the Ruth Doctor. If you want to look her up, she's she's the one that I was talking about earlier. The kind of pre-Doctor Doctor. Okay, or the hers, hers is kind of like yeah, hers is kind of the fugitive Doctor. Okay, so hers is kind of like definitely not as good as as the Thirteenth Doctor's. It's almost like a yeah, it's kind of like going back to the more stuffier, like boring. Mm. Um, like still, I still rate more than Capaldi's, but not as much as Matt Smith's. But the problem is that <laughs> that's not how you rate, rank them on here. So I reckon B tier, above the above the eighth Doctor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll yeah. allow it. All right, yeah. and that's a reasonably even distribution of outfits. There we go. That's how we'll we'll maybe set not whilst recording. We'll come up with appropriate titles for each category, but um. <laughs> Excellent. All right. Well, I reckon let's call that there.